0: So it is great to be up here again sharing about my passion for the church as we discover Why Church. If this is your first time today, either um, here in person or online, this year at C3Nord, we are delving into the why, the why of our faith. Answering some of the big questions, or big and basic questions, of our walk with Jesus, to both educate and re-inspire us in our calling and our purpose as Christ followers. So last week, I kicked off this series, Why Church?, by answering the question, Why Community? When we acknowledge Jesus as our Lord and Saviour, we are filled with the Holy Spirit and become part of God's family. Our created purpose, which is to be in relationship with God and to bear his image to the world, is achieved in community with other disciples of Jesus. We no longer need to attend the temple to be in God's presence like the Israelites in the Old Testament. Since Jesus' perfect life, his death and his resurrection, the curtain between us and God has been removed and we now have access to the presence of God because He is with us and lives in us. How good is that? God is amazing. His plan is amazing. Our purpose is to share God's presence with others, therefore making disciples. And it is a purpose we live out together because you all are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Everyone say, you all. Yeah. You all. Yeah, you yeah. Remember from last week. Excellent. So we are designed to be in community and together, to together, together. So those two, uh, two hard words to say one after the other. Gather together to do life together. And if you think about it, we naturally lean towards community, don't we? You know, we sports clubs, online interest groups, you know, pub trivia nights, support groups, school communities, like you name it, as humans we create it. Yeah. Yeah. This is because we are designed to be in community and gather together on purpose for a purpose. Yeah. yeah. As Christians, we, we share what we have, we encourage and love one another and we grow in our faith. And we do it together. We established last week that one Greek word used to describe church in the New Testament is ecclesia and translated this means called out ones." It does not mean a church building. So why then is gathering together so important? Why is church so vital? Today we are going to continue building that picture of the power of stories. We are going to do a segment called Five in Five. Who remembers me talking about that last week? We are going to hear five short stories from people in our community about why church is important to them, and it's going to be so powerful. I'm going to share a bit more about why church is important to me. We're going to jump into some scripture, and then we're going to end with a bit of a reflective moment. But before we go any further, let's let's bow our heads and, and pray. God, we thank you that you have brought us together in this place on purpose for a purpose. And I thank you that this morning, this morning there is breakthrough. I thank you, Lord, that this morning there is revelation and encouragement and an outpouring of your love. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm not going to let these five people sweat through the whole service, waiting for their turn. So if that's you, if you're one of those five people, why don't you gather sort of down the front here next to David? And as, as I do, uh, as they sort of gather, now would be good guys, thank you, uh, stand on the side of the stage. And one by one, they're going to join me up here, um, not because it's like holy or anything up here. It's just so that you can see them all and everyone can see them online. Um And as as they come up, I'd really love you to think about the first time you felt at home in church. And, And what about that feeling was significant to you? And I encourage you to pray on that as you listen to these stories. And at the end of the service, we're going to reflect on that again. And as these five members of our community share... You know, they're your friends, they're people that you serve with, they're people that are in your dinner party, I invite you to cheer them on, encourage them as they speak from their heart. Why don't you give them a round of applause, to fire them up and we're going to invite Diane to come up first. Thank you for sharing today, Diane. Thank you. So Diane, why is church important to you? What does it mean to you?
1: Church is important to me because it helps me to repurpose my life with a community of like-minded people. Allocating time on Sunday to spend in the presence of God in a communal way helps me to recognise the bonds that we all share through faith. While our spiritual walk is personal, it is enhanced by our moments of shared connection. I relish the many opportunities throughout our service where we praise and worship God together, pray for one another's needs, listen to messages and preachings that ignite and challenge us in the day-to-day living of Christian life. Celebrating the word, then gathering over coffee, allows me time for interaction and the opportunity to practice my Christian values and prepare for the week ahead.
0: That's Mm. beautiful, Diane. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you, Diane. That's so true. I love that, preparing for the week ahead. How good is that? Deno, why don't you come up now? So good. Thanks, Deno. And this is extra special because Deno is one of the founding members of this church. He's been here day one, standing alongside Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: love
0: to hear what you have to say.
2: Right. Uh, First, the three things that came to mind was... uh, Love, family and opportunities. opportunity, so uh, we've been loved through hugs, encouragement, help and advice, gifts and so much more uh, right from the outset. Uh, life is a journey, so it's good to know that you're supported and loved uh, by your church family through it all, and some of us have been through a lot, yeah. uh, but, uh, but we're still standing uh, uh, because of the love that was poured out for us uh, through our m- family members. Um, We we feel part of our uh, church family uh, because we're accepted as we are, faults and all. Um, uh, We're all for you and your families. We're uh, there to help each other uh, through uh, prayer, uh, all all sorts of things. Uh, uh, Life is a a game uh, in some ways. Uh, It's a team game, so... Everybody takes their part. Yeah. Uh, prayer works because during the early days we prayed for, for families and now we have the f- fruits of that because now we have lots of families. So, um, another thing is opportunities. Uh, Chris and Vicky have always encouraged everyone to um, take part in whatever they could do. Yeah. Uh, to, I've got here uh, step out, try out and give out. Like, out really out of your, uh, your gifts, your talents, your personality and the love for God that you have and for the church family. Yeah. Um, we've put our hands up for many opportunities uh, throughout the church. I won't go through them. But any small thing that you do uh, helps the family out, takes the burden yeah. Yeah. off, particularly right. Chris and Vicky. In the early days, uh, Chris and Vicky and a handful of us uh, did everything. So, <laughs> uh, so it, it helps. Um, and we're all here to help you all succeed... Uh, through your last journey and bring others along uh, for that wonderful journey. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Oh, that's so good, Deno. Thank you. I love that. Bring others along for the journey. Jazz, why don't you come up and have your turn? Thank you.
3: No. My hand wrote mine. <laughs> um. Old school. Old school. We like it. Um, I'm going to preface this with I do love church. I love everything about church but when Carmen first put this question to me why do I love church I've got to admit my first response is but I don't always feel it and I guess my response to this has really come out of that is no matter what I feel that loving church is actually my choice as well and I know that God is my rock God is my salvation sorry guys you don't fit that bill (laughs) but you guys are here to help keep me my life, my friends, each other, on track with that. Yeah, no you much. scaffold faith. And that's, to me, why I love church so much. It's not that you guys are a substitute for, or the church in general is a substitute for faith. It's I love being encouraged by you guys and certainly... Love that being able to rock up in lycra for all those years. Still do occasionally. We accept you for <laughs> yes. who you are, Jazz, <laughs> <laughs> and you embrace Pete. And this, yeah, the the community that is built is supporting each other, but also supporting each other towards God, yes. and that matters yes. the most.
0: That is incredible. Thank oh, you, Jazz. Awesome <laughs> thoughts. I love that scaffold. Let's see you then.
4: Good morning, Good morning, Good morning everyone. Um, I haven't got any notes cuz I was just forming it in the last 3 minutes so it's kind of been working around, it's been working around in my head for most of the week but The word that's really come back to me is the word recharge. And in many ways, I kind of see myself as God's mobile phone to the world. So um, I'm out in the world and giving him an opportunity to speak to his people. And so in many ways, I don't want God to have to be that creative in trying to make my battery life last any longer. So I don't want him to have to turn my brightness down or put my phone on do not disturb just to make me last. So catching up with people at dinner party or catching up with people for a coffee or coming to church on a Sunday, it's like that battery um, plug-in that you know has got supercharged you know you're going to go back to 100% you know your brightness is going to be on full um, because you've spent time sustaining yourself and recharging and connecting with God's people so that's why I come to church I often feel flat when I don't but when I do come it gives me full power to go out into the week.
0: So good, thank you Dylan. I love that, love that recharge. Finally, Mariah, thank you for sharing this morning. So, Mariah, is a bit new to us still. <laughs> I am. But I'm
5: still the new kid on the block, <laughs> but you know, we we'll Mariah work with. has
0: been in, in church her whole life, so I thought mm. it's interesting to hear from someone who mm. has, and why? Why mm. is it still so important?
5: It's a good question. Well, I grew up um, in C3 um, at Salisbury, it's half an hour the other way, north. Um, <laughs> but no, it was always good because I think even transitioning here, C3 is such a culture of family. And I guess I was a bit worried, I was like, oh, like, I know some people from Norway, but like, I don't know, like, what is this going to be like? But it was like, the first morning, it was like, welcoming and just family. I was like, oh, that's not too bad. Like, <laughs> it's just family, it's awesome. So it's great because you get to do life with one another as brothers and sisters in Christ um, but also I think building on what Dylan was saying I totally agree and for me it's also because we're the army of God as well we're not just here to be happy fluffy Christians as some people call us um, and sing a few songs and leave it's here to prepare us for the week we're the army of God so for me Sunday is our training ground where we get the materials we learn how to use them for our week so when we're out there we're not unprepared on the battlefield we're ready to go so that's sort of how I see church and why it's so important to me like how Dylan was saying it's where we come to get recharged it's where we come to learn and grow as people um, together with like-minded Christians so I just think it's awesome because we get to empower one another in that journey
0: amazing thank you Mariah thank you everyone who shared I just think it's so important because stories are so encouraging aren't they you know, testimonies build us up. There have been so many stories and conversations I've had that God had used to bring revelation to me. And I hope that you've been inspired today and God has spoken to you through these incredible people who who love church, who genuinely love church. And I love what Juz said about it's a choice. Sometimes it's a choice and then the feelings come So I perhaps encourage you in your dinner parties this week, maybe you could share some more stories about why church means so much to you or your first experiences. So something to think about. As some of you know my story, but for those who don't, my sister and I were brought along to church by our mum when I was was nine years old. So I, I don't remember my first Sunday here, I know. Oh dear, shocking. As a 9-year-old I was a little distracted with other things. But I do remember that I was never ever forced to come. Never. Never where we ash. It was it was something we happily agreed to do and we came again and again because we wanted to be here. Because something was here among these people. We felt at home. I know I felt safe. I felt loved. I felt acknowledged and we all long for that significance and in Jesus by the grace of God we are loved and accepted for who we are and this has never changed for me. So this community has been a safe haven for me, a place I belonged, a people I belonged to when I felt like I didn't belong anywhere else. It was especially important as a teenager but I feel like it is important as ever now when life is so crazy. When there are so many bumps and detours on the journey that you just didn't expect or anticipate. And there are a million directions the world wants to pull you in. But Jesus is my anchor. And he has anchored me in this place, in this community... And gathering together on a Sunday or any day of the week, really, reorients me and anchors me again in Jesus and in my purpose. So I hope that encourages you this morning. We all have our own story. You still may be thinking, but why? You know, why is it important to gather together to be in community? And I can think of so many reasons. I've put together a sort of a quickfire list and some scripture. And I encourage you to go away this week and think on that. Is there, is there another reason that we gather um, and next week? I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear them. The writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 10 verses 23 to 25 encourages the church. says this. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, like just said, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day, the day when Jesus returns, approaching. I love that. So it's not something that Pastor Chris and Vicky have made up. <laughs> it's it's in the Bible, which is good to know. Which is good to know. Gathering is important. So here we go, the quick fire round. Number one, the church is a place for people to encounter Jesus for the first time and respond to him. I feel like that's the main reason we exist. In Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 47, Luke records this about the early church. And I encourage you, go away and read Acts. It's, a, it's an amazing book. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together As the early church lived in community, they were living out their God-given purpose and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. People were drawn to these Christ followers and wanted what they had. This is the number re- one reason we exist to make disciples. And I can't wait for you to hear Stacy next week. She has such a love and passion for people. It is so infectious and I can't wait for you to grab a hold of what she has got. Number two, we're here to welcome prodigals home. People who are once in community and we welcome home with open arms again. And you can read about that in Luke chapter 15 verses 11 to 32. I'm not going to read every scripture because we'll be here all morning and you won't get your amazing chocolate in your coffee. If that's what you, I just go straight for the chocolate, just the chocolate. I'm like Ben, give me all the chocolate, just hot chocolate. Number three, encouraging one another. We've talked about this a lot. Encouraging one another and building each other up in the faith. Pastor Chris used this before he went on leave. He's from Proverbs 27, verse 17: "As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend." We're building those bridges. And let me just pause here for a moment and say how good it is to be gathering together again. Yeah. You know, there is nothing, nothing like seeing your friends smile face to face. There's nothing like hearing their actual voice, not their tinny voice, on the laptop speakers. <laughs> yeah. Handing them a tissue when they're crying. You know, while church online and Zoom meetings were incredible during COVID and they still serve their purpose, don't get me wrong, don't misquote me. We are designed to gather together to worship, to sharpen one another and to share meals together. Yeah. Number four, church is a place, a community where we discover, build and use the God-given gifts to serve one another. As uh, one of our friends here this morning said, I think it was Deno, everyone has a job to do. Don't they, Deno? Everyone has a job to do. And, uh, you know, Paul refers to the church as a body. And with every part needing to do its job so the whole body can function. And you can read about it in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Number five, God turns up when we gather People encounter him and lives are changed. Jesus says to his disciples in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20, he says, For where two or three gather together as my followers, there I am among them. Incredible. Number six, as George preached about the other week, it is a time to worship and give glory to God together, an opportunity to put on another choice, to put on our garment of praise. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 16 to 17, Paul says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing, with, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So powerful. Number seven is a place of prayer. Isaiah 56 verse 7 says, it talks about this place being a house of prayer. This is where we communicate with God and there's, there's power in praying together. Number eight, hearing the word of God builds faith. At Rome I'm sorry in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the letter says, "For the Word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. There's a recipe for growth if I ever read one. There we go. there we go. It can be tough, but when we hear, something is activated. Number nine, we are a light in the community. A community of believers influencing the community around them, showing God's love through our actions. You can read about this in 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 to 19. And this is something Pastor Chris and Pastor Vicky will talk about when they return about why build. And you can also have a look about putting, you know, your faith, faith and action go hand in hand. And that's in James chapter 2. Number 10, we bring our tithes and offerings to God, as Nathan talked about. And we can read about that in Malachi chapter 3. Number 11, a place where healing signs and wonders happen in God's presence. I love that in Acts chapter 2. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs formed by the apostles. I'm sure there's so many more and I'd love to hear them if you in your in your god time this week if you can come up with any others I'd love to hear them. But is it incredible that God has the opportunity to do so much among us and within us and for one another when we gather together. And the best news is, is that it glorifies God and it points people to Jesus, So good, George, can I have you up? So in a, in a moment, I'm going to give us all that chance to reflect that I talked about and, and think about why gathering means so much to us and why this church means so much to us. But first, I want to give everyone a chance to respond to the message of Jesus. Maybe by hearing the word of God this morning, you've been made aware ...of your need for a saviour. I want to give you an opportunity to make that decision to follow Jesus. You may have been sitting here this morning, either in person or online... ...and feel like suddenly it just all makes sense. And the way to respond to that is by praying your first and probably most important prayer. The Bible says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. In this prayer, you declare Jesus as your saviour, ask for forgiveness, and commit to journeying with Jesus. If that's you this morning, whether it's for the very first time, or perhaps you once walked with God, and this morning you want to recommit to that relationship, I encourage you to pray this prayer wholeheartedly. If you're online, let us know that's you by clicking the raise hand button and a a private uh, pop-up window will come and uh, one of our team members will pray with you and talk to you individually. If you're here in the room and that's you, Please come up to me after the service and let me know that that was your first time praying that prayer. And together with one of our team, we'll, we'll help you with the next steps. So let's stand, everyone. Let's stand and pray this prayer together. I invite you to repeat after me. You can close your eyes to focus if you like. Let's, let's pray this prayer. God today, God, today I declare that I believe in Jesus. Please forgive, Please forgive me for all my, all my mistakes and help me to follow you wholeheartedly. Help me to follow you. Thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit Thank you for me. and for giving me a community to belong to. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus name. Amen. While you're standing there, I encourage you to... Stay in that place, maybe close your eyes so you can focus. You're welcome to lift your hands if that's what you wanna do. And let's just take a few minutes to reflect on everything that's happened over the past two services. What has touched your heart about the why of church? The why of community and gathering? You know, like Josh says, sometimes life gets in the way and something like being an active part of community is the first thing we struggle to get excited about. And that's okay. That's being human. But what has the Holy Spirit brought to your attention today? Maybe last week. What about these stories today has encouraged, inspired you or maybe even convicted you? Is there an adjustment God wants you to make Is there an area of community that God wants you to be bold and courageous and step into? Is there someone you know needs to be here, but you've been a bit shy in asking them to come to dinner party or a church service with you? I'm just going to give you some space for a moment to reflect. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me pray for us as we close. Father, thank you for giving us your son, Jesus, and for giving us one another. Help us to live out the purpose you designed us for, to be in relationship with you and bear your image to the world. Let everything we do be attractive to others so that they can see you. Help us to bear with one another in love, to grow together, and be the community you intend us to be. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.